0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Complete
2: and total fake news from Susie Jones. It's fine out there. It's great out there. I just said it's not too bad. It's below zero windshield out there.
1: It's not as cold as the newsroom.
2: Yeah. Well, or this room was like 150 when I walked in here. Can we get rid of this building somehow?
1: Just big old wrecking balls.
2: Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, uh, Marty's Cambria can last on the basement level. That's it. Everything else goes. Get out of here. Thank you, Susie. Susie and the news team will keep you informed all throughout the afternoon. So on uh, Monday night. When MSNBC did not carry Trump's speech, and I called that out yesterday, they're wrong to not carry speech. CNN was wrong to, carry, to not carry speech. They carried, CNN carried the first part when he was offered up the platitudes, and then we started talking issues They cut away. They're wrong. Now, if it turns into 30, 45 minutes, you can cut away then, but the, the, <laughs> as I raised the question – I'm not convinced MSNBC will carry Donald Trump's speech if he wins the presidency. I'm not convinced. CNN will. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. And there's about 250 million people I'd vote for over Donald Trump, but he won. He's the heavy, heavy favorite. Carry his speech. You're a news organization along with an opinion place. They were wrong. So that night when... MSNBC is debating it among the folks who spoke Joy Reid. Joy Reid, among the commentators on MSNBC, I've watched her before. I've watched her a number of times. I rarely watch MSNBC anymore. But she might be as far left as any of them. I also am bothered by comments that Joy Reid has made over the years, and she's tap-danced her way around just admitting that she was wrong. But she raised the idea that Nikki Haley with the Republican Party, that she's going to struggle because she's a brown person. And it's it's a fair debate, Dave. It just is. To, to act like white supremacy hasn't emerged, including driven by a president who entered the race pushing birtherism over, funny, the first black president. How many times did we raise the birth certificate issue before we had the first black president? Oh, the answer is zero. And even today, there's just such filth. It's Michelle Obama's 60th birthday, and Barack Obama wishes his wife happy 60th birthday, says very nice things about her. And And I asked Dave... And Susie Offair, how long, how many comments do I have to go before we get to something disgusting? It was five. It was five comments. Mm-hmm. Basically saying Michelle Obama is a man. How gross are you? I mean, disagree all you want politically. But he's not one of us. He's lying about his religion. And his wife is a man. <laughs> How about just a morsel of decency, just a morsel, both sides? I'm not talking about disagreeing, vehemently disagree, but lying about gender, lying about where they were born, their religion. Jeez, I can't imagine why. Oh, that's right, the black. Yeah. A lot of this is driven by the race. Not all of it because there's filth without race but a lot of it is race-driven,
3: correct? Oh, sure it is.
2: So Joy Reid raises the point. Nikki Haley's going to struggle because she's a brown person. On Fox the next day, on their morning show, with uh, Brian Kilmade among the guests, they played the Joy Reid comment, and they asked Nikki Haley to react. This was yesterday morning. We had so – we ended up talking more just about – Trump's victory and the implications, including another excellent interview with Tim Pawlenty at about this time, where he called me a food bully. I mean, He's right. Call me a food bully. I'm just hoping more people in my life have joy.
3: And if I benefit by you bringing me treats and you could just share the treats, that I seems like it's a win win. Perhaps us giving up on our diet goals isn't the joy that you think it is.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's probably, that's probably an accurate statement. <laughs> <laughs> you can podcast the conversation with Tim Pawlenty, punch in our show. It's right there. So now on Fox, they play the, a portion of what Joy Reid has said, and here is Nikki Haley reacting to it.
1: We're not a racist country, Brian. We've never been a racist country. Our goal is to make sure that today is better than yesterday. Are we perfect? No. But our goal is to always make sure we try and be more perfect every day that we can. I know. I faced racism when I was growing up. But I can tell you today is a lot better than it was then.
3: Okay, Dave, when you hear that, what is your first thought? My first thought was she said we're not a racist country, yet she faced racism when she was a kid. Now, I guess that seemed to quite fit. Now, saying there is racism in the country versus this is a racist country, that's, that's two different say. things.
2: They're, they're two very different things, right? Yes. I, guess, I guess that's what I would say. Um, here's where she's wrong. For years, we had a clause in the Constitution. Sure did. Which doesn't use the word slavery because they were playing cute. Three, the three fifths clause. Mm hmm. Right in Article 1, Section 2. Article 1, Section 2. You didn't have to look real far for it. Article 1, Section 2, the Three-Fifths Clause. basically saying Blacks, who we captured elsewhere and brought here to be our slaves are not equal to us. This is a population sort of situation.
3: They are worth 60% of a white man. Yeah.
2: And really, in total power, they're worth 0%. Zero. For population situations, three-fifth. Any civil rights, any decency, zero. And it's the reason why the Civil War was fought. Another Awful answer buyer. This, of course, is within the last few weeks where we're doing birtherism on her, where parents were born, is she eligible, using her given name as opposed to Nikki Trump, going with both those, mm-hmm. just playing the hits, man. Mm-hmm. Wait, Nikki's not a white person. Let me play to the racist out there. Remind you, she's not a white person. We, have, How could you say we were anything but a racist country when until 1860, fill in the blank, we captured individuals. We tortured them while we brought them here. We made them work for us as the white people. And the blacks had no ability to leave. Unless they were granted. Unless the rarity where someone said, you're free. And God knows what would happen if they tried to live their life because somebody might capture them again. So I don't automatically think if you face racism. That. Automatically, the country as a whole is racist. But we've also had a dramatic rise in white supremacy and white power BS really starting back when Barack Obama jumped in the race. And then Donald Trump. You can't even argue this. If you can, you're just sticking your head in the sand that Trump played to a portion of that. Not total, but to a portion of that with the birtherism concept constantly. He milked it for years. Nikki Haley, I have no doubt, has faced racial animus, what, hundreds and hundreds of times? Growing up in the South, can you imagine the filth? How about just now? Mm -hmm. The filth she faces. But because she's worried about upsetting a portion of her audience which doesn't think we've ever been racist, who might be troubled that she's not a white person, she lies to us. She lies to us and says, we've never been a racist country. 3 fist clause, and you had no civil rights until the Civil War in the 1860s. But we've never been a racist country. She's a great politician. She really is. On polish and answers, she's a highly intelligent person. How is she so incompetent at these answers? And the answer is she's worrying about upsetting a group of individuals who she needs in case something happens to Donald Trump. Yeah, you answered the question. She's just calculating, right?
3: Makes her a great politician. And it makes her without...
2: Character and fundamentals on this issue. Not total. I'm not saying she doesn't have any character or any fundamentals before I get that text. But on this issue, she has decided to pander to the whites who, not just all whites, but to the whites who look at the Civil War differently and, and to the whites who think there's no slavery at all and we've never had it When again for almost 100 years. We didn't allow individuals to have any decency or respect uh, from others because we treated them like dirt. What do you want to say? You want to adamantly disagree with me? You want to passionately agree with me? You want to add something different to this story? Nikki Haley saying we've never been a racist country when we had slavery until the Civil War. Come on. Give a longer, more nuanced answer. And don't worry if if some of the white power folks, white supremacist folks are bothered by it. Give me a break. Come on. 651-461-9226.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
2: Why don't you play this soundbite again just for people just tuning in? It's 24 past two. This is a reaction to uh, Joy Reid, a commentator on MSNBC, saying Haley's not doing, Nikki Haley's not doing as well because she's a brown person. And so the next day on Fox News on their morning show, Brian Kilmaid asked her to react. And here is the majority of what she had to say in response to the Kilmaid question about Joy Reid's comments.
1: We're not a racist country, Brian. We've never been a racist country. Our goal is to make sure that today is better than yesterday. Are we perfect? No. But our goal is to always make sure we try and be more perfect every day that we can. I know. I faced racism when I was growing up. But I can tell you today is a lot better than it was then.
2: My point, as, as, I, as I may, in case you just joined us, is she's pandering. She's trying to keep the the further right of the party, which has emerged very powerfully, by the way, just like the further left with the Democrats continues to get more powerful by the moment. She's worried about those folks in case uh, Trump somehow is out of the race and she doesn't want to lose him. And then Trump is using her birth name Nimrata, trying to do the boogeyman thing again. She's not really Nikki. And obviously, you can't say we were never racist country. When we had slavery, we had the war fought over it. We know on competent, answer wasn't that. We have the three-fifths clause and this compromise North and South made population and slavery. I mean, I know the wording is in slavery. We all know why it was in there. We all know the difference between... Um the North and South. We know what Haley is doing. She's she's just too calculating right now. She's she's good at this. But man, when she really, really has to stand her ground and it can tick people off. She doesn't want to do it. And by the way, there's there's many politicians on both sides of the aisle who are doing that. And I I hate it. But on an issue like this, when She's getting trolled now with Trump himself using her given name. She's, she's an Indian. She's not one of us.
3: And she won't even answer. Come on. Show some spine. She's playing the game. Bad or she's terrible at U.S. history. Really, Maybe just did not pay attention. Really,
2: really bad. <laughs> That's a good. good point. Chad, if the only choice is Trump Haley... Or Biden-Harris, how do you vote? Well, number one, I'm going to say that's not your only choice. And the problem is, I'm going to answer it, though. Uh, And the problem is too many people continue to say it's our only choice. Vote for anybody who is in the race. Vote for anyone who is in the race. Write him in. Stop allowing the two parties who are not giving us strong enough candidates to continue this monopoly. I will never, ever, ever vote for Donald John Trump. It's, it's a narcissism trip. He's all about himself. He lied for months after he lost an election, and then he sat there while violence was taking place and did absolutely nothing. And don't fall for the lie about he offered troops and Pelosi turned it down because his defense secretary at the time, Mark Esper, and others who were in his own administration, this isn't from AOC or Bernie Sanders, members of his own administration, said that's not true. And go back to the texts and emails from his children, from Lindsey Graham, from... Kevin McCarthy to either Trump or Mark Meadows' chief of staff begging him on January 6th to do something. Now, do I think Joe Biden cognitively is up for this job compared to where he was before? Mm-mm. I don't. So right now, I will not be voting for either one. And I don't see a scenario where that will change. I mean, there's no chance I'll vote for Trump. Probably isn't going to matter in this state. Now, it was very close in 16. It wasn't that close in 20. We've had some polling suggesting. But no, I I just personally don't think Donald Trump is qualified to be president. Do you?
3: No, he's a con man. Yeah.
2: Total con man. That's enough. And um, I think... He
3: just morphed in the position. He won. He deserves immense credit mm-hmm. for winning. Immense. He was tremendous in the debates against Hillary. On the broad strokes, it was the Paul Ryan tax plan. On the broad,
2: bigger, conventional ideas, any Republican who won would have done those. The other crazy things, the other comments, the the belligerence, the insulting, I want. I don't want any part of that. And a texture made this point yesterday. While I have great reservations about Joe Biden's intellectual power to do this, Joe Biden, and, and some of them be well left to where I want them to be, they will be quality, capable individuals. May take the country further left than I want it to go. But with Donald Trump, he's going to point people where it's a revenge tour. And it's going to be a loyalty test. And not that the folks who buy don't the point, they'll hate him, but those will be subservants. This is a revenge tour. That's what Trump is about. When normal elections are about, what are we going to do? It's who I'm going to pay back for stealing an election, which was not stolen. And then I, I just, maybe it should matter that all the felonies he's facing, he's in court today, finding out over the next couple of days how much he's going to pay in defamation because the court's found he sexually abused someone. There's 20 to 30 legal matters about sexual harassment from Trump. I think that should matter.
3: Is that a crazy concept to think that should matter? No. The evangelical right would disagree, Chad. Yeah, no, it's
2: craziness. Uh, she may be Trump's choice for VP, and she will not refuse. Yeah, she's made that clear. She has made that clear. Maybe she's looking at the last hundred years instead of the last five hundred. Well, it wasn't five hundred, by the way, and it was overall as a country. Okay, Chad, I don't You can say Nikki Haley chose to lie about America being a racist country on one hand, but other hand, she is a great politician, in my opinion. Any politician who chooses to lie like that is a horrible politician. I'm saying as someone who's polished, who knows what to say for her crowd. That doesn't mean I agree with them. But she has decided this is her lane. She's going to stay in it. She's not going to offend people enough. So there's there's a performative skill to it versus too bad, I'm going to stand up to this part of the party. And for the folks who will say, why haven't Haley and DeSantis taken on Trump more, a guy I certainly will consider voting for, but he's long gone and he did nothing, Chris Christie. Chris Christie, in my opinion, just told the truth about Donald Trump. Too late. And he knew him well before, and I never thought his answer was great enough why you supported him in 16 and 20. I thought he'd struggle with that one. But he at least was telling the truth recently. A vote for a third party is a waste of our presidential election system. The election is very likely a vote that would help Trump. No, the waste of our system is that we only have two parties and people are afraid to not stand up and vote for somebody other than the candidates that were given All the time. Our country will be much, much better off. We have four, five, six options. And unless we step up and do it, nothing is going to change. And So that is on us. 34 past two.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.